They are already planning their Halloween costumes. <laughs> Very scary. Here's Gatos and Chad. Speaking of that, we got a podcast. Also scary, but yet amazing. <laughs> Guaranteed or your money back. Not a licensed medical professional. It's Gatos Chat Show podcast brought to you by Keller Royce Keller Williams Realty. East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. All right. So Phoenix firefighters transported three adult patients, two females, one male, uh, after treating them uh, possible fentanyl overdoses. So Narcan was used, and they saved these three people's lives. It's insane. So they're in stable condition in a local hospital. We've talked about fentanyl and how it's, you know, how it's snuck in over our border. Um, so right up the street from With us. With the help of the Chinese, just right. laughing and saying, oh, good, go kill yourself. And our want for these drugs. That is true. Uh, what we've also talked about today was a voicemail that was leaked. And it is Joe Biden uh, begging his son, Hunter, to get help. Because he's taking every drug in the world. Listen to, you know, I, I like the way you said it. Take politics out of it. Yep. This is a dad leaving a voicemail to his troubled son. Uh, take a listen to this. And this really shouldn't be out, but it is. Uh, but can you imagine what parents go through trying to get their kid, whether it's a high school kid or their 40-year-old kid, off of drugs? Here is Biden's call. Dad, I called to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. So it's hard to hear that, but it, he's he's almost sobbing. Uh, it's it's dad. Just want to tell you, I you know I love, I love you more than the whole world, pal. Dad, I called to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. I gotta get some help. I don't know what to do. I know you don't either. But I'm here, no matter what you need. I love you. All right. I'm here for anything you need. I love you. So it's a dad try, just just you know trying to get. Yeah. So earlier today, um, I remember Biden lost his daughter and his right. first wife in a car accident. His son Bo, uh, his favorite, uh, died of cancer, brain cancer, and then there's Hunter. Right. So during Five Spot today at four fifteen, we do something called Five Spot. We had parents call in and and tell us how they've helped their their kid get clean. And, you know, it was tough, man. I mean, one, I think it was Jim, stepson died. Yeah. They could not save him. And, you know, then you started talking about your sister. Yes. So just to run it down, we had just up the street from us, three people, fentanyl, Narcan, saved their lives. We've got Joe Biden begging his son to get help. And then we had some callers today saying how tough it is to get their kid or adult kid clean, and you you've gone through this with your sister who yeah, my sister is uh, a hot mess. So I've got uh, little brothers and sisters, uh, one of which, and we've talked about Spencer. Uh, he's in a wheelchair not because of something that happened, but because my sister took so many drugs with him that he she didn't even try, uh, and she was a hot mess. I, I went to Europe when I was sixteen. She was six. We were we weren't we weren't not close. She was my little sister. But when I got home, you could see changes. When I got home for the last time, when she was like fifteen, that was not a child I'd ever recognized before. She was. My mother had not told me for the last year the things that she had done: stolen cars, fights, 
drugs, you know, disappearing with grown men for days on oh. end. Uh, the, the amount of drugs. Don't leave anything in the house. It was stolen all the time. It was awful. God. And my mother cut her off, said, all right, we've had enough. And, uh, you know, she tried everything up until my sister had had the third kid. And then my sister walked away one day. And that was it. That was the last time. Now, uh, the kids, the, the youngest one, Kenny, my, my, uh, he still sees her once in a while. But, you know, the older three kids can't stand her. But she went to prison on several occasions. All because of drugs. All because of drugs. She got hooked up on meth. She was into just about anything you could think of mm. that she could get her hands on to. When's and the last time you saw her? I saw Amber about five years ago, four or five years ago. Now, what's a great while she will reach out to me uh, when it comes to, you know, to say hi. She's still my sister. I love her. I want no harm to come of her. Uh, she doesn't, you know, you know, in theory, she's not supposed to do stuff. But we know from her boyfriend, she'll disappear for weeks on end. So she still goes down a rabbit hole. Gosh. Uh, so but, she's still hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll go months without doing anything but smoking some weed, but then she'll go and disappear again, and it's 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 a horrible thing. But, you know, I see her, you know, I saw her like five years ago, four or five years ago, but my family will have nothing to do with her. And a big reason is the the, the last three kids, uh, or the, the, in the middle, Spencer, hmm. Dakota, and Elijah are all a mess. Dakota's got microcephaly. His head doesn't grow. He's got learning dis- problems. Uh, Elijah is got so many issues that he has to have a psychologist come over in the morning and help him get ready for school. Yeah. And then, of course, Spencer, in a wheelchair, can't drink or, or eat food. He eats out of a tube. Never said a word, out of right? a tube, Never said a word. Yeah. And that's all Amber. Ugh. And they gave her an emergency C-section. This is how tough and kind of a badass in a weird way that my sister is. They gave her an emergency C-section to save her life and the baby's life. Spencer, she walked out of the hospital about an hour later. Because they knew that she, at that point in time, because uh, because the fact that they they'd gotten to the point in California where they were checking kids for drugs like this, yeah, that that's what they uh, uh, she knew she was going to be in trouble. Oof. But it was horrible. I mean, it, it tore my family apart. My mother spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to fix her. It, it unless they want to do it, they can't. My father died of an overdose. I've never touched it. I never had a drink. Never done a drug. I'm kind of pretty a teetotaler, as they would say. But I saw the bad stuff of my dad. You know, I saw the bad stuff. I saw the horrible things. My sister didn't see that. Mm. And I think that played a big part in it, her, him not being around. You know, and then I was gone for those kind of formative years when she just got in, you know, uh, and started. I mean, she started doing drugs. She's like 12 or 13. Gosh. So today we've been talking about what families go through when one member is hooked on drugs. And I think it, it did start with the Biden voicemail. Yeah. Absolutely. Biden voicemail being leaked, you know, leaving a message for his son, uh, begging him to get help, begging him to get off drugs. Uh, and it, uh, yeah, your experience is, uh, yeah. man, that's just, gosh, you know? that's insane. It is. And it, it's, it's a horrible situation. I've lost some friends to drugs that I played soccer with, you know, for a lot in my life. And and it it is it gets you, man, and you can't do anything. And, it, and for my sister, she could never, she never, just like my dad, they could not. Fight that demon. I think there's certain people that as soon as they get hooked, they cannot get away from yeah. it. You know, as a good example of that is, um, I know this is a, a kind of out of nowhere, and I, we got a break. He was uh, on Greece and Taxi. Oh, yeah, Jeff Conway. Could not get could off. Could not. No. They tried not, everything. Couldn't get off the drugs. 
just could not ever, ever do it. And it killed my dad. My dad would go get clean for a month or two and then boom, he would go back and and it is a horrible, horrible thing. And then I've known people that have done drugs. They've done it once. "Ah, I didn't do anything for me. I never do it again. It was. But once you get hooked, man, once that thing gets a hold of you, it's over. Yep. It's over. Scary. All right. Coming up next. He runs the second biggest city in the valley. He is a Republican and he endorsed Democrat Katie Hobbs. You'll hear from him next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Can a Republican in office come out in this day and age and say, you know what, I'm supporting the Democrat. Apparently, that is the case. Joining us now is John Giles. He's the mayor of uh, Mesa. He runs the second biggest city in the Valley. He is a Republican. He is endorsed. Not the Republican, but a Democrat in Katie Hobbs. Mayor, how are you today? I'm good, Gatos. All right, Mr. Mayor, how do you do this? You're a Republican. You come out. You say, I like the Democrat. Is it that you like Katie Hobbs or you don't like Kerry Lake? Uh, it's that I like, well, it, it, it's pretty clear to me that, that Katie Hobbs is a better candidate. I mean, I, I don't have any personal acts to grind with, with Ms. Lake. I think in a lot of ways, she's very gifted. As a communicator, she's really in a league of her own. But uh, Katie Hobbs is more qualified, and she is uh, focused on the issues. So, I, Arizona, it, it, it's clear from the mayor's seat to, to see that Arizona has got a lot of very serious issues that we need to address. Uh, and I'm talking about things like water and education and transportation infrastructure and, and, and all the things that we're, that we're painfully aware of. Katie Hobbs has uh, the legislative experience and the experience in, in, in the Secretary of State's office uh, and the motivation to uh, tackle those issues. I just don't see that, you know, in in uh, in Ms. Lake. So uh, it's 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 not a mystery. You know, it's just clearly uh, clear to me that, that one candidate is better than another. Um, do, you did say though, Kerry Lake is dangerous for Arizona. Did you not? Yes, I did. Okay. Why is Carrie Lake dangerous for Arizona? Well, I, she, I indicated earlier she's a gifted communicator. I love to hear her, uh, you know, she, she gives a, a seminar on how to communicate every time she's on the TV. But uh, one of the things she does is, is she doesn't let facts get in the way of a good story. Uh, and she seems focused on uh, on promoting issues that are more sensational and, and less founded in reality. So uh, we need someone that's going to come in and address these, these very serious issues and not use problems as a backdrop to promote themselves. Talking to uh, John Giles, Mayor of Mesa is going to endorse uh, not Kerry Lake, the Republican, but instead uh, Hobbs. if you're, you know, are you even part of the Republican Party anymore? Or, you know, as I've said, that there's a populist wing, there's a conservative wing, and then there's the what they would call the rhino wing. Or do you fall somewhere in there? Because if you're a Republican, you're looking and going, why is this guy doing this to mm-hmm. our party? Well, I, I think the, the party, I, I, I don't think I've changed at all. I've been a Republican my whole life. I've been, I uh, was elected in a, in a nonpartisan election to be the mayor of Mesa three times. And, and before that, in a citywide election to be on the city council. So uh, I, I don't feel like my attitudes and my opinions uh, have changed much at all. The Republican Party absolutely has changed. 
Uh, and I think that for some reason, people think it's a winning uh, formula to try to alienate and to bully and to, to tell people that they don't belong in the party. Uh, I, I believe in a, in a bigger tent. You know, I think we, we need to accommodate. We need to go out and, and look for people and, and attract them and invite them into the Republican Party rather than, than trying to bully them out of it. So uh, unfortunately for my critics, they don't get to decide whether, you know, how I register. And, and I am a Republican. I think that's where I belong. I think I, I still feel like uh, the, the, the principles of the Republican Party are what I identify with. But as you say that, you're endorsing somebody who in many of her principles are exactly the opposite of what the Republican Party uh, believes, and especially some of the bigger you know, social issues. Mm-hmm. How do you juxtapose the two? Yes, that, that that's true. And, and and if I, you know what, if there were a Republican that I, uh, that was not an election denier, the, the Republican that I aligned up on all of the issues with, I'd be thrilled. You know, I, I, I say to several people recently, if show me a Republican that's not an election denier and I'll endorse them. But I think that the low bar that I set for, for myself, and, and I would encourage others to, to follow the same rationale, is you can't be a threat to democracy and to the republic. You can't, you know, uh, indicate that you're not going to certify elections when there's no evidence that there's a problem with those elections. That Those are our basic challenges to our our democratic process and to our country. And so um, th- that's the low bar that I set for any Republican. Hmm. Uh, Mesa Mayor John Giles is joining us on KTAR. He's a Republican. He has endorsed Democrat uh, Katie Hobbs. So you're a state over party guy. We don't have many of those out there. Absolutely, and I, I'm, frankly, I, I didn't get into politics because I because I'm enamored with politics. I, I, I and that this is that's what I had to love serving about uh, uh, at the local level. We we are elected in nonpartisan elections. The, the people that I work with on my city council, some of them are progressive Democrats, some of them are very conservative Republicans, and frankly, more often than not, it just doesn't come up because the issues that we face as a community, much like the issues that we face as a, as a state, uh, you know, there's so much. To work on and so much so that we can agree on that, that, that focusing on our differences is just counterproductive. Hmm. When you look out there now in this state, outside of Hobbs, are you endorsing any other Democrats? Uh, you know, obviously, I'm sure Fontes over, over Fincham. I'm just going to go out there, and if you're going to do any of that, that would probably be the limb I'd go off of. But what about like Kelly and Masters? Uh, yes, I have endorsed uh, Mark Kelly as well, for, for the, much the same reasons that I've endorsed Katie Hobbs, uh, and and uh, also Mr. Fincham. I'm, I'm sorry, not Mr. Fincham, Mr. Mr. Fontes. Too late. We got it on tape. <laughs> so, so you're endorsing three Democrats. I am. But you know, I'm also endorsing you know uh, uh, Ms. Mitchell and the in the as the Republican and the county attorney's uh, race and and other Republicans. Like I say, I uh, if they can get over the bar of not being election deniers, uh, I'm thrilled and I'm looking forward to supporting. Masters isn't an election denier. Uh, well, he's not as much an election denier now as he was uh, during during when he, in order to I think he bent the knee and, and and kissed the ring to get the Trump endorsement, and he was an election denier at that time. I'm with you on the election denying stuff. Nobody gets my vote if they're an election denier. We talked to Mark Fincham, who's running for Secretary of State. I'm not trying to be mean here. He does mm-hmm. live in a different world, man. And it, when you talk to him, it's kind of tough to have a conversation with someone who's so into all these conspiracies. 
You know, so that's exactly it. I mean, I, because they, they spend so much time, him and the other Republicans that we've talked about, focusing on the 2020 election, that I have no idea if they have any clue about how serious our water issues are, how uh, what they're going to do to support public education, uh, what they're going to do to address the, 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 the all the growth needs we have for transportation and infrastructure in Maricopa County and throughout the state. I mean, th- these are all remain big question marks because they're, they are focused on conspiracy theories and not on the the problems, the serious issues that face Arizona. Yeah, well, good for you for having the courage uh, to come out and say, hey, listen, I'm a Republican, but, you know, I can't endorse some of these conspiracy theorists. John Giles Mesa, mayor, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting indeed. Uh, I know we have pop quiz. Coming up? That's coming up. Uh, what did you have? Did you have to? Oh, yeah, I got you something. You guys ready for this? Yeah, just go ahead and read this thing. So I Just can announced Dead and Company will be heading to the Action Pavilion Rock. on May 23rd for their last tour, maybe. Mm. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m., but you can win a pair now by visiting KTR.com. And I say maybe because uh, a lot of people go on tour the last time, and then they're like, wait a minute, I'm not dead yet. Time for pop quiz. pop quiz. We open the phones. True false questions about the day's news. You get five in a row. You win Chad's prize. I think he's got the big prize today. The big this is the big prize today. Six zero two two seven seven K T A R. I've been told two seven seven five eight two seven. Pop quiz next. We get all excited and then get uh, no no it's no quiet no no no. You guys are still get a good prize. I'm only tell you that. The Gatos and Chad Show. Pop quiz, hot shots. Hot shots. All right, make sure you have the phone number and that you call because we don't start until all the phone lines are full. 602-277-KTAR. Pop quiz, true false questions about the day's news. Get five in a row, win Chad's prize. All right, kids, let's do this. We're going to start with Frank and Scottsdale. All right, Frank, are you ready to play pop quiz? Hey, guys, I'm ready to go. 11.59 p.m. tonight. Is the voting registration deadline true or false? False. You're dead to me. Hey, hey, Frank, thanks for playing. Uh, Mike in Maricopa. All right, Mike, are you ready to play pop quiz? I am ready. Okay, here we go. Uh, Gilbert is the safest neighborhood for trick-or-treating in Arizona. True or false? True. It is true. Today we talked to Libertarian candidate for U.S. Senate. Huh? I bet you they're going to celebrate Halloween. Oh, Gilbert. Today we talked to Democrat. Today we talked to Libertarian candidate for U.S. Senate. That's because you won't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Here, you read the questions. I got to say, Mike, Uh, the the wheel goes off the bus fast. No, read the questions. I mean, you're going to interrupt me. Read the questions. That's why I'm screwing up. Okay, well, be quiet. Uh, Let's see. Starting now. I don't have any more questions. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Giles is the mayor of Mesa. True or false? That is true. It is true. Mesa means house in Spanish. True or false? That's false. It is false. Uh, he is a Republican mayor and has endorsed Katie Hobbs, the Democrat. True or false? That is true. It is true. Is that four in a row or three in a row? That's four. It's four in a row. All right. Here's for the win. Here we go. Let me get a good one here. Get a good one. Um, oh, some heartless uh, person is shooting horses in northern Arizona. For the win, true or false? 
I'm sorry to say that that is true. It is. That's such a downer. Why did I, why did you do that for? I know. Well, that, that, was, that was the one. Hey, congratulations, yeah. your yeah. winner, Michael. Let me tell you what you won. Uh, whatever we can dig up out of our room, enjoy it. Yeah, we got a good prize for you somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. man, I can't believe that's what you ended it on. Yeah, I know that kind of sucked. I was going to go with Carrie Lake was seen vacuuming a red carpet for Donald Trump, but I thought we did that yesterday. I don't know if we got to that one yesterday. We, we did the story yesterday. Uh, I should have done this one. You ready for this okay, one? let's do this one. Troy Aikman is getting backlash oh. for saying, and I quote, take the dresses off during an NFL game. Yeah, I know. Because I think he was upset about some of the... The, uh, the hits, right? Like the, the hits on the, the roughing the passer, not roughing the passer. isn't roughing the passer. No. Yeah. It's called a tackle. <laughs> I know. why they call it tackle football. <laughs> All right, Becky Lynn is up Becky. next. She's got Arizona's evening news. We'll be back tomorrow, too. I'll see you later, Later, brother.